Hi, I'm Kevin Mann. And I'm Sam Chaplin. Oh, it's the Attitude Era podcast. And I haven't seen any films. And welcome to Cinema Swirl. It's episode number 16 of Cinema Swirl. It's a Western special. Hello, everyone. Once again, I'm Kevin, joined in this traipse through Tinseltown and looking back at some of the all-time great movies and films that you should see by Sam Chaplin. Hello, Hello. Sam. Hi. How's things? Good. Yeah. We're we're a year old. Hey! Hey. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Oh. Better not, I better lie about my age now, as as is the style with middle-aged people. <laughs> no, we're not actually one, we're zero. We always hide our age, you know, a little yeah. bit like that. Yeah. True Hollywood. Um, did you think you'd make it to a year? No. Um, <laughs> but I'm glad we have. It's nice. It's, yeah, it's gone really well this year. It's been yeah. a good year. It's been a good year, Yeah. you know, for, for, for podcasts about movies and explaining them to someone who's not seen them before yeah. you know season two seasons of cinema swirl <laughs> you know in one year kevin yeah i'm just saying like we keep it at this rate you're looking at the same par as like deadwood or millennium yeah yeah we're on par with carnival i'm just saying <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that's how you measure things i mean who knows if we'll get cancelled that's the network's decision but you know, i mean we're... if i for me i'm hope that they do pull some shit on us because that means yeah. there'll be something to talk about in the season three dvd box set yeah i suppose that's you know true. i like that you're gonna 4k for the extras it's gonna take yeah. up shape and space on your bookshelf yeah you might as well have those stories and that goss season three will be out on yahoo screen <laughs> For everyone to enjoy. Wait, is that a thing? Uh, Community, the new, the most recent season of Community was on Yahoo Screen. Yahoo Screen. Yahoo Screen. Because straight away, that just sounds like a pirate site that is of Chinese origin, yeah. where I stream it's, pay-per-views. It's the, it's it's not Netflix, the main one. It's not Amazon Video, the other one. Yeah. It's not Hulu, the third one. I mean, I will say one thing about about Amazon before yeah. you, you run them down. No. It is the only video on demand service while browsing. I was also able to erroneously order some wart removal cream. Yeah. So, I mean, can your Netflix do that? No, it doesn't recommend products as well as things to watch. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. Yahoo Screen. Yeah. Yahoo Screen Season 3 of Cinema Swirl. Seriously, yeah, I think yeah. if we can hook that up as a... Yeah. <laughs> that'd be a nice... I think that'd be a nice anniversary for us. Yeah. You know, one year in, just finally thoroughly selling out, you yeah. know. Going in for that fat corporate... We still haven't been sponsored yet. <laughs> That's I think we've been sending our sites too small, you know. Yeah. We've been pissing away with, you know, nickel and dime bullshit. Yeah. Going after, you know, sodas and vibrators and whatnot. We need to go for the king of the internet. The people who run Silicon Valley. Yep. I'm talking about Yahoo. <laughs> and ask Jeeves, we're coming for you too. Don't you think we forgot about you? MySpace uh, or Space. It's yeah. what it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, taking over. 2K16. Yeah, leave a comment on a GeoCities page. <laughs> you know, if you're on board with that, you know, check that, that out. Episode du jour. Yep. This one. It was, a, it was an interesting vote. Westerns. Yes. And it was around a week into the voting of this that I realised that, fuck, regardless of which one people <laughs> vote for, 
this is like this is going to be like a borderline a sleepover. Yeah. Because these are some fucking long movies. Yeah. They sure are, Kevin. And uh, the one that won tonight, which was Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, which yep. is widely considered to be one of the longest, sorry, greatest movies yep. of all time, clocking in at an impressive. Have you, I, have you counted the minutes? Well, as well, you know we. We always get our films from the uh, the DVD shop around the corner, legally. I was looking on the back of the box. Um, it's damn near three hours. Damn near. Um, three very shy. close to yeah. three hours, which leads me to believe that the good, the bad, and the ugly are three separate one-hour films. Because <laughs> that's the only way a film can be three fucking hours. Yeah, um, well, before we get into uh, chatting about this movie too much, that's perhaps... I don't know if you can tell that I'm not fully in the mood for I, I, I don't know. Maybe if we dip into the mailbag and you can hear your I'll jingle, that might yeah. cheer you up. There you go. There's the happy now. You get to hear your, your jingle. Yeah. Is it good? Yeah. Yeah. We got a couple of nice messages here to cinemaswirl at gmail.com. That's cinemaswirl at gmail.com. I do keep sending your questions, comments, and queries. A year in... And we still are, in spite of ourselves, reading them all. (laughs) We got a question here from Christopher Smith asking if we're going to do Return of the Jedi in time for Episode 7. He's asking now if we're going to do Episode 6 in time for Episode 7. But I think that's kind of ridiculous because we're planning on doing Episode 6 and Episode 20. Episode 7 could be done at any episode time in the future. I mean... It might be 30 even if we do episode 7. But that, episode... that is too many numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I want this guy asked us here to do ep- Return of the Jedi in time for episode 7. Mate, episode 7 was months ago. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. literally months ago. Yeah. Um, so. I, it is the plan to do episode 20, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. It? Yeah. So exactly. whenever we get to that, that's what we're doing. That's well, what we're doing. In terms of episode 7, the new Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. The Force either is awakened or unleashed. It's one of those. Yeah, yeah. Would you be up for going to see that in the cinema? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think we thought of before about doing swirling at the cinema. It's actually called the new Star Wars. The new Star Wars. <laughs> or the J.J. Abrams Star Wars. Uh, but yeah. I, I, the one problem about doing cinema swirl at the cinema, so we'll put this as an asterisk beside that, yeah. is when you we say, let's go do a cinema swirl, it goes, do do no, no, no. That's literally what happens there is, Sam usually goes for a wee. Mm-hmm. I get like, Glass of water. Yeah. Maybe some, some Pepsi. Some snacks might be consumed. And then we, we sit down we watch the movie. That's yeah. quite... I mean, if we were to actually go get in a car, <laughs> go fucking drive somewhere, park... Yeah. yeah that's that's a whole other theme, I'm just saying. That also, be... we make quite a lot of notes during the film, and <laughs> cinemas are famously dark. Oh, I thought you were worried about maybe they'd come in and say that we were breaking Writing down the script. (laughs) Writing down all the best gags, taking sketches of all the best moments, like, you know. Oh, I did a great finger pain scene of the the, the main blowing up bits from Avengers 2. They kicked me right out, they did. Paper and pen are a recording device that you know. I do like the idea as well of the do 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 and then coming back and we're like out of breath. (laughs) (laughs) We've run home. Good question, though. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Mahan and Mr. Chapman. This comes from Darren Gamble. Hello. What is the most unusual slash different film you have ever saw? Huh. Um, uh. Well, I've not seen any films, so... <laughs> I'm going to call it a weird-as-fuck art house movie, um, or... I've seen 
I've talked about seeing Human Centipede 2 before. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty weird. That's probably weird. Yeah. That was upsetting. Uh, I saw that documentary about theories about The Shining. And you saw that before you had seen The Shining? No, I saw it after The Shining. But it was alright. It, 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 it felt a bit weird watching it. God, the I think vibe of it. We may have seen some sort Not of. Not more so than The Shining. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. Maybe we should do some sort of unusual swirl. Yeah. Sure. Oh, that might be an idea for... Send in some unusual films that we should see. Yeah, what are classic unusual films? Have I you... would say 2001 A Space Odyssey is one you haven't seen that would definitely be yeah. unusual. Have you seen unusual films, Kevin? Well, I mean, uh, I've seen the usual suspects, but... <laughs> um, uh. I mean, I, do wanna, I don't want to be a complete fucking cop-out and yeah. go like, oh, I saw a David Lynch movie. But honestly, um, Inland Empire, David Lynch movie... Not heard of that. They're all they're just there's rabbit head people in it, and it, right. it's I fucking love David Lynch. Like I adore Lost Highway is one of my favorite movies. I love Twin Peaks. I think he's awesome. I even have his album. That movie. We could do some sort of Lynch swirl, maybe. I we don't could know do if Lynch swirl. Big enough the film. Might be. Like, I mean, if, well, I think it would be arguable that we could do a, a yeah. David Lynch swirl. Okay. But yeah, I went to see Inland Empire just because it was the new David Lynch movie. Yeah. They might as well call it the new David Lynch movie. Yeah. I went to see it all hyped up oh, it's going to be weird and it was so unusual but it was also nearly four hours long if not just about that wow so like that was unusual and fucking miserable yeah <laughs> it was fucking horrible <laughs> no more than sitting through a four hour thing you think you're meant to enjoy and mm. that's meant to define you as a person and then four hours is pretty indulgent that's a it? fucking long day at the office yeah. let me tell you Jonathan Allpress writes Chaplin I'm calling you out <laughs> okay a fizzy drink blind taste test contest Mano e mano at a convenient location, <laughs> or are you chickies? Wow. Literally wants to wants to meet you and drink soda. Right. Um, is this a date or is this a like a challenge? Because well, I don't understand saying, what the nature of the competition is. I'm not sure. Too many dates have begun with your surname being declared loudly. I'm calling you and out. Then I'm calling you <laughs> yeah. out. Okay. Right. Well, I've already passed the the Pepsi swirl challenge. Yeah. So if this motherfucker wants to Did challenge me... Did you get any, me, any feedback on that, by the way? Yeah, a couple great of... job. You're fucking awesome. You know the difference between sodas. I mean, we love you. your parents, mate. Oh, so hey, what, hey, I've done you there, mate. Yeah. I've done you... <laughs> what has fucking all press got? Yeah? Nothing. Yeah? yeah? All press, no trousers. Yeah? <laughs> That's what I'd say. Well, Bring it on. Mean, That's unbelievable. I don't want to meet you... <laughs> Unless it's really near to where I live. And those we'll are some on. of the reasons why it's always a good idea to send an email to cinemaswirl at gmail.com. <laughs> That's cinemaswirl at gmail.com. Do you want to call one of us out? <laughs> when you're writing your emails, do you want to do it from the frame of reference of someone holding a microphone in the middle of a wrestling ring? Is yeah. that... <laughs> Let me tell you something, Chaplin. <laughs> I want that to be the format for all emails we get from now on. Just Chaplin! So I'm, <laughs> I'm calling you out! May 16th! <laughs> Skydome! <laughs> so, the movie du jour, yeah. as we were getting into there, and not to, to focus solely on length, but the good, the bad, and the ugly, I'm quite glad this one won, because not only is it one of my favourite movies of all time, it is considered by many to be okay. one of the greatest westerns of all time. So you really love this movie? 
I grew up with this movie. Okay. And uh, um, people would go one beyond saying not only one of the best westerns of all time, some would say one of the best movies, movies. Okay. of all time. So we're just yeah. like hallowed ground here once yeah, again yeah. with this movie. This, you can't argue that this isn't a classic. This yeah, is, yeah. I mean, yeah. this is uh, held in high regard yeah. in Hollywood okay. is, is this movie. I grew up with this movie because my dad is is into his westerns. Okay. I don't think my dad is into his westerns. I think my granddad on my mum's side is very much into his westerns. So my mum knows a lot about westerns because she would just have to watch them because her dad. So I think it's a very dad thing watching yeah, westerns. Yeah, westerns are dad things. Depends on, you know, who's, who's dad's watching them, whether you watch them or not. And my, my dad, I don't think he's, he's into them. All you need to know is that if there's a western on the telly, someone's dad somewhere is watching Yeah, yeah, it. definitely. They're on telly a lot, westerns. So much. And in Ireland, we have the Irish language channel, TG Cahar. But it, it has a, let's just say sometimes it would have a lack of programming. And they used to yeah. just play, like, non-stop westerns at weekends, it would seem. Is it because they're long enough to fill up the Fucking John Wayne felt like shooting himself for five hours, yeah. you know, or... You We've know, got a gap in the schedule, let's just Let's bang put in a, a nice nine-hour... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Magnificent Seven hours. <laughs> you know? But since this vote went up, I've seen Unforgiven on TV. I've not watched it. I mean, mm. I've seen that it's on TV, like, twice. I the... love Unforgiven. I mean, yeah. that's... Another one is which... Great movie, but I don't think it's probably... I mean, hindsight is probably one that you should see after seeing other westerns. Yeah, people did say like you need the context of having seen some of the classic westerns to get... Not to get it, but to appreciate it more, yeah. I think. yeah. So, what's your knowledge then in the realm of cowboys? <clears throat> what's your main frame of reference? Because for me, I've, you know... I had this few dollars more, fistful of dollars, fistful of die, all these kind of... All the fistfuls. All, all the fistful of spaghetti western movies yeah. and... What not? Once upon a time in the West, I grew up with all these, and obviously Deadwood. Deadwood is like probably one of my favorite shows of all time. Okay. Uh, it's the HBO. Yeah, yeah. I've not seen style. Deadwood either. You really would love it, I think. Okay. But that being said, I have a lot of frame of reference. Even mm. Back to the Future Three has got cowboys in it. Okay. <laughs> what was your main cowboy media growing up? I don't know. Um, I I kind of. I guess it's it's a thing that like. Because you haven't seen any Western movies, have you? No, I don't think so. I've seen Django Unchained, which is... A That's West- a Tarantino, I it's guess. A, but it's a Tarantino yeah. film. It's a Western, but it's a Tarantino film. So I've seen that. I've, I mean, I've seen like Westerns on TV, I'm sure, at some point, yeah. just flicking through channels. I kind of recognise the colour of Western <laughs> yeah. films. It's the kind of orange... You know the, the shape of the hat, right? Yeah, it's I know the shape of the hat. Kind of like the, a W shape. I know long wearable. shadows. I know Mexican standoffs. I think it's it's kind of referenced played, as a text in loads of other things. Have you played any like video games? Maybe? No, there's, there's that Red Dead. Red, you've not played Red Dead? No. <sighs> no, I've not seen any video games. Oh, I've not man, played I, any not video games. Not only had I Red Dead, I had uh, Outlaws, on the, which was the LucasArts okay. cowboy game back in the day on the yeah. PC. Like, So, I mean, God, cowboys were fucking everywhere. Did you yeah. play cowboys and Native Americans as a child? <laughs> <I was> gonna... <laughs> Knew one of us would have to say it. Um, I, no, I didn't, but I, that seems like a thing that was slightly an, an older generation. Is it not like a older, by a few years, I mean like the previous generation would be playing Cowboys Well, yeah, and I Indians. mean, I maybe might be part of this, because yeah. I remember playing Cowboys and Native Americans as a child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's just because our imaginary toys were slightly older than yours. Yeah, maybe. So that, we, that was the imaginary tools we had to play with, yeah. whereas you would have been all space and... And all that because you're younger, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, Pokemon, yo-yos. Lasers. Yeah. 
Um, I think my my dad might have asked for a sheriff's badge one Christmas when he was a boy, oh. and that's really sweet. I think there's a little letter from from him to Santa that's got he asked for a sheriff's badge, and that's really cute. So, so you're, you're grandpep into into cowboys. I don't know if my dad is. I, I well, he's never like made me watch westerns, so I don't. Do you see I think True Grit? The Coens did. No, no, I'm not hell. seeing True Grit. Um, I hear that's very hard to listen to, as in it's just literally it's very quiet and mumbly. It is. Is that right. what I'm going to get from any Western? You're going to get, I mean, you've got Clint Eastwood in this. Yeah. That was kind of my next question. Okay. Are you aware of Mr. Clint Eastwood? In some ways, yes. Um, I've, I don't think I've seen, I can't think of any Clint Eastwood films that I've seen. Um, I've seen him at the Republican convention. I knew this. Talking to an empty chair. Yeah. Because I, I was speaking with Joe, the intern, about this. And she said, you've got to have some time with this. His only frame of reference is yeah. arguing with furniture a few oh years ago. Oh, my God. It's one of the worst things I've ever... It's so funny. We've touched on this before. The, yeah. the shared mutual love of all, like proper awkward. It's, but it's... Oh. Like, I would put this up there with the Bruce Willis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ashton Kutcher's dad, Bruce Willis. Sometimes Hollywood's... Du- uh, sometimes... Now, imagine that comeback oh. stretched over an hour directed to an empty chair. Yeah, it's, it's, about, it's about 20 minutes, his speech. But he's he's there and he's doing this whole kind of shtick for Mitt Romney where it's like, oh, all the people in Hollywood are lefties, left of Lenin. And, but they're not. He's just mumbling and talking absolute rubbish. And then he starts in, talking in his, to a chair. In his defence, he's in his 80s. I don't care. He starts talking to a chair <laughs> and saying that the chair is Obama and asking it questions. And the chair interrupts him. But because there's no one in the chair, it's just him going, what? What, what, what are you? It's a, it's a madman talking to a chair. Right. And so that's our, our lead tonight, folks. Yeah. A madman mad talking, talking to, a chair. to a chair. And he, he said, apparently afterwards, that he came up with that speech five seconds before he made it. <laughs> and you can fucking tell. But it's, see, it's such an arrogant thing to be like, yeah, it's made it up. Made it up. What? Hire a writer. Don't talk to a chair. Oh, don't worry, mate. It's only the Republican oh, National Congress. How would they? Oh, I don't get why they'd let him get away with it. I know he's probably, but he's an old man. He's not intimidating anymore. He won't go. What, what? Have you got a speech, Clint? Yeah. <laughs> of course. Because <laughs> you've got five seconds. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know him from anything else then? Um, I. You've not seen him in any film, though. Have I've you? seen his face. I know what he's like. I know he's in. I know Gran Torino. Oh m- yes. Million Dollar Baby. I've not yeah. seen these films, but I, I remember the kind of hype he's around a them. Director as well. Yeah. As well. Um, flag flag of our fathers. fathers. Uh, yeah, I. I've the big heard... one you're missing out is kind of main iconic role. Um, main iconic role. Yeah. And it's not this film. Not this film. Big Gun. Is, is, not, not the name the movies are called <laughs> Clint Eastwood in Big Gun yeah you better get a big ass bag of popcorn for this one <laughs> Big Gun Dirty Harry oh yes oh yeah um okay have you seen Dirty Harry I haven't seen Dirty Harry I thought perhaps <laughs> that Dirty Harry was the main character of The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. Oh, fuck off. I didn't know. I didn't know who Dirty Harry was. He wears a fucking vest. Does he? He wears tweeds. I don't know what he looks like. I thought that was who he was, and that's where all the famous Clint Eastwood stuff came from, The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. So the whole, are you feeling lucky? Well, are you punk? That I, 
Is that not the, that's not the good, the no, bad, and the ugly? No, I thought that was the good. The Dirty bad, the Harry ugly. is a cop in in, uh, in New York trying <laughs> okay. to stop the trying to stop the scorpion, the bad, the assassin, and then he did four other ones. Right? Um, yeah. No, I thought that line was in this film. Oh no, no, he hardly. Well, I don't say he hardly, he hardly speaks. speaks. He hardly. No, he does. He hardly speaks. Okay. So in terms of the background, spaghetti westerns. You know what makes them different to regular westerns or? Have you ever heard the term spaghetti western before? Uh, yes. I no. I I don't know. I don't know the difference. Okay, spaghetti westerns were western movies that were produced and directed and made usually uh, in Italy. Oh, okay. And they actually released this movie, Good, Bad, Ugly, would have been released in Italy. And yeah. They would have dubbed over Clint Eastwood, etc. But at the same time, it was released in America, and they would have dubbed over. So you're going to see dubbing in this. As oh, a result. Okay. What? Yeah. What is this? Sergio Leone directed. He would have been. He's, he's Italian, right? So there was for the many years this kind of link up because in Italy it was uh, you know there were all these areas where you could would film. I and know get nothing. This, you really don't. Yeah. Oh. I know mean, you're thinking there. Oh, years cinema swirl under my belt. I know you know nothing. I am not a buff. You're, yeah. you're, you're sadly. I mean, you're you're not a buff buff. Unfortunately, mm. at this. You're still no. at Simon Simon Mayo territory. Yeah, you know. I've not graduated to the. You've Mark, not graduated past Mark School of Buffdom. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, that's a whole school. So keep that in mind that this is a movie so that was not produced in Italy. Yep. By an Italian director. Yeah, this was shot in Spain and Italy, as far as I know. Actors are Italian. Uh, a lot of the actors would have been Italian. The the main cast. The main guys would have been yeah. um, usually American. Clint Eastwood is used in a lot of them, yeah. obviously. English language, though, right? Oh, yeah, this is English language. Yeah, but, but there's dubbing. There is some dubbing, but let's not get in the way of, of enjoying a lovely movie. So uh, let's go do a cinema swirl. I do want to say gut reaction, but I'm going to say this with a massive caveat. Yeah. Seeing as before we even started the movie, you were already complaining and grumbling and the length of the movie had made it your, the worst night of your yeah. life. And we've now got wrinkly skin and big, long, <laughs> scraggly beards. Here we are. If anyone was wondering what the delay, why there was a delay between episodes, yeah. is that because we started watching uh, <laughs> Good, the Bad, the Ugly as soon as we finished Cinema Swirl episode 15. But it took all those yeah. weeks for that to, to finally be tears. Oh, I, I, try, I just want to... Yeah, I'm confused at the moment because this yeah. is obviously a movie where I don't know where you stood because yeah. I want to ask for your gut reaction as I always do, but I know that your gut reaction is it was it were long. It were right it were, long. It were right long, go. Yeah. But if we maybe take length out of it, what it's was the hard gut to take length out of it though. It was. Uh, I'm gonna say now. Right? I haven't yeah. got work in the morning. I'm having a bit of a lion tomorrow. I have. Right. What time? I've do you got work up? in the morning. You used to be up early, I yeah. 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 Has that impacted your enjoyment of this flick? No, I think whatever time of day or work situation I was in when I was watching it, I'd still be a bit like, come on. Because you think, all right, what's, the, what's this, like, say, a Tuesday night or whatever? Yeah. 
But I'll be honest, there's been times where on weekends growing up where my dad's like, do you want to watch Good, the Bad, and the Ugly? I'm like, yeah, all right. And that's Saturday, just gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's all right when you're a kid, I guess. Yeah. You can write off a Saturday when you're a kid or a student. But when you're yeah. grown up ass. This is adults, my valuable time. <laughs> like, Motherfucker, there's six of the days left in the week, five of which I have to work on. And uh, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly might, might be a bit of an uh. issue then. Good lord, yeah. You no. did you did fist pump and whoop at a few moments though. Yeah, no, I enjoyed um, eons ago. I did enjoy some parts of it, <laughs> but that was that was long. That needs breaking up into two parts. I think I, I, my attention span must be rubbish because I was paying attention. Oh yeah, you were. But I was. And I will say this about cinema show. What's great about this? Yeah. I'm not ragging on anyone who does this because I know loads of people who do it and I do yeah, it myself. Yeah. Uh, second screening or as it's known. Right. It's kind of like something's on the telly, you're watching, but you're yeah. checking phone out. And one thing you can guarantee with Sit of a Swirl, due to the fact that we have to take notes, yeah. is that we're always 100% undivided attention yeah. to the movie. Which I think might... If, I, if I'd been watching it and I felt like I could look at my phone, browse Facebook emails and stuff, then maybe it wouldn't have felt like such a... Dr- but when you just sit in there and you've got to watch The Girl, The Bad and The Ugly <laughs> forever... It, oh. There was a point where we where we paused it because um, I think I you you went to the loo or something yeah. like that. And, and that felt it. great. I loved taking a break from it. Well, I know you oh. paused it though, right? With the kind of... Because a, a, a chunk of... A fair chunk of time had passed. Yeah, but there was another fucking movie to that go. I remember the exact time code was yeah. one hour, 23 minutes. Yeah, which, that's a movie. Last episode, Mean Girls, we were coming up to the credits yeah. there. This, we were less than halfway, and there was a moment <laughs> where I think you were going to comment on the length of time left, I, yeah, and you realised that for the, yeah. the morale of the podcast, <laughs> that if you were like, we have more than half of it still to go. I'm glad you could see that look in my face. Away. You could see that, I was like, ah. So, that in mind, though, oh. thoughts on Good, the Bad, the Ugly? It was, it was alright. <laughs> yeah. Good, yeah. It was good, it was bad, it was ugly. It was an experience. Are you glad um, you've seen it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I've seen it. Do you yes. kind of... What, what do you reckon to Westerns now? Have watched this for your... Well, I mean, is that where I should have started with Westerns? That's... That's the Western. Yeah. As judged by the... Okay. Fans of Cinema Swirl, that would be... It, it doesn't... It didn't feel as... I was worried it was going to feel a bit alienating and genre and you have to like... Because I just felt in my heart that I didn't like Westerns. Whereas that was just a movie. Yeah. That didn't feel like, you know, oh, I'm watching a Western. Yeah, yeah, I don't like Westerns. It just felt like watching a movie that happened to be a Western. Most Westerns are like that. Yeah, I, I mean, think I've a, got a lot of prejudice about Westerns that I don't know where it's even come from. I, I mean, just, honestly, as a genre, other than they wear kinds of hats. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But it's like, I, I think of Western movies, I just think I don't like them. Like, I think of country music, and I think, ah, I, I don't like it. But mm. I, I've not listened to loads of it. I don't know. There's, there must be amazing country songs. I mean, but you've not... not listened to Billy Ray Cyrus, so what the fuck no. are you even talking about? Yeah, this, exactly. You know? He is the country musician in the way that the good, the bad, and the ugly is the Western. Well, one thing we can definitely say, though, right off the bat, I know that this definitely impacted on you, and I know it definitely helped you with the later scenes, Yeah, is the soundtrack to this movie. It was great. Yeah. Fucking phenomenal. I'd, I'd probably go as far as to say that's the, my favourite thing about it. Yeah, I would say that as well, I'll be honest. It ties it, like, 
it's it's hard for me to rag on a movie with length of of that length when literally, and this is just me because I grew up with it, but literally every time I hear a variation of that theme mm. in, that, in that setting, oh, uh, yeah, I get yeah. goosebumps. Like, it's excellent. Every time. Excellent music. Even when it's a little kind of, ah, I see what you did there, Clint. Like, ah, yeah. You know, to a full big, <laughs> ah, you know. Ah, I see what you did. <laughs> 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 wah, wah, wah. Very yeah. clever. If, I, if, I'd say that it was, I don't know whether it was slightly overused or whether just because it's such a long movie that it has to be used a lot. It was used many times. I mean, there's yeah. so many but it's such a good sort of piece of music, such a good motif that I, I have no grudge against it. I'll be honest, in terms of taking one piece of music and kind of stretching it out, I, I think yeah, do it with that one. it's got to be up there with like James Bond or fucking yeah. Star Wars or something in terms of really yeah. getting their, their money's worth off it. That was the sort of soundtrack that I'd like to have on a record, I've got it on. Yeah, I've got it on to record. have that oh, would be nice. I've, I've yeah, got it on record. I'll okay. show you some yeah, it's, yeah, it's got got Clint Eastwood scowling on the front. Yeah, cover, yeah. Well, you right. like the credits though. I know they definitely ah, yes. impacted now, the, the I thought the title sequence looked. I, I want to say modern, but that's not what I mean. It looks like someone... Re- it looks really good. And- Scott Pilgrim versus the world, you can say it. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, it, it looks way cooler than I expected it to. It's cool as fuck. Um, and we were watching it in Blu-ray quality. Yeah. Um, I imagine if you watch that title sequence on like a little tele- like a little square telly back in the 90s or something, it would look a bit like, oh, this is Western on telly. But th- this in big screen... Blu-ray quality looked really cool. It's one of the, I, I, I would not say about many movies, but yeah. it's definitely. I love that title sequence. I thought yeah, that was any fantastic. movie that has like that has that kind of big yeah. title sequence and just the way it's shot as well. This is a lovely movie to see on the big screen. Yeah, and I can see how that the, just those titles have influenced loads of other oh, yeah. title sequences. And Tarantino, I think, must really like this movie. Oh, Tarantino's obsessed. Because I feel a lot of Tarantino. With, no, yeah, yeah. Actually, there was a story, I think, I read in Chris Jericho's latest book. I mean, sorry, Tarantino had the good grace to split Kill Bill into two fucking volumes rather than <laughs> let it Against drag his on. fucking will, I'll Ooh. have you mind. And sorry, it's the same man who also brought us uh, Grindhouse. <laughs> Literally two movies, one after the fucking other. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, he's... I read Chris Jericho's latest book. Yeah. Like, he was at some fucking dipshit party in, in Hollywood. Right. And Tarantino showed up. Yeah. And like snuck off with a bunch of like cool people to go watch like a, I think it was the good bad and the ugly or fistful of dollars. It was a Sergio Leone yeah. Western and he was like obsessed with like and Jericho said it was really annoying because he wouldn't shut the fuck up. Because literally every <laughs> scene he's like, Oh, you'll do it you know, you had to yeah. facts and information, like, you know. So Chris Jericho didn't appreciate that he was in a cinema with Quentin Tarantino and that's kind of a cool director's it's, it's, commentary uh, from a different director. I, I just want to point out, like, how jaded must you be yeah. to be like, don't you hate it when you're watching one of the greatest movies of all time and Quentin Tarantino won't shut up? Yeah. I want that to be a feature on most movies that you get the director's commentary and also Quentin Tarantino's <laughs> commentary. Yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. Work. Definitely. Yeah. So we're introduced to the individual characters. You were, you were correct in that there was a good, there was a bad, and there was, was an ugly. I thought that was... I wrote that down as like a stupid joke that Kevin will laugh at, that I think there's a good character, I think there's a bad character, I think there's an ugly character. I thought, that that can't be what this film is. Because you think the good, yeah. the bad, the you think that means collective. So there's a few good people, a yeah. few bad... Not I thought it was beats. like about the sort of people you encounter in the West, you know? There's there's the good, there's the bad, there's the ugly. And yet and together... Mary the three <laughs> will meet <laughs> exactly 
And we're introduced to these yeah. characters through like little tiny vignettes uh, at the start. Yeah. The, where, where it freeze frames and goes... Aah! Yes. Very funny. And then the name appears. But I... Inst- from the first scene, there's a bit where there's these all, all these lads all walking slowly with their eyebrows. and staring with their big eyebrows, and every shot takes about five minutes, and that's how I like. If if this movie was edited differently, sure it wouldn't be as good a movie, but it would not be three hours long. That's the thing that I was thinking about this movie. But you know, it, I I appreciate it. I I liked. I mean, uh, this is what you just had there. I watched Once Upon a Time in America recently, yeah. which is another Sergio Leone movie with uh, you know, Robert De Niro. It's a big gangster movie, and it was yeah. like the only gangster movie I hadn't I hadn't seen. I was thinking it was after we had done the gangster special on Cinema Swirl, right? And honest to motherfucking god, that movie's again like three and a half hours. We had to do it in two sittings. I literally yeah. just couldn't couldn't hack it. It's the genre, though, it's epic. I know. I feel like we're going on about this a bit, and I will probably calm down. But I'm, just, I'm sure you will. I'm feeling tired. No, no, <laughs> but I mean, it, it is yeah. a huge, huge consider. And yeah. this podcast is about people who may not have seen these movies. Yeah. And there is a. It's. I think it's helpful to the definition to address. I mean, same thing with the Godfather. You know, one of the reasons why I didn't put The Godfather in as a vote, like, very early on. Mm. Because, folks, I know that movies are around a century long, okay? <laughs> and I, I, and I, I'm aware of what, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then that's just something you said to kind of to, to bear in mind a little bit, I guess, when you are kind of settling into these movies, which already have the weight of saying this is... I, mean, I told you this is considered to be one of the greatest movies of all yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you've got a big runtime like that, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it comes up. Yeah. Um, but th- this long bit at the start, we have these lads looking at each other and walking really slowly and then going into a bar. It's all worth it for the funny freeze frame of the ugly coming out through the thing. Freeze frame. And it just having the... I laughed so hard at you that. You did, yeah. Because that was literally a Tim and Eric funny... Scrawling. Fr- yeah. Great job, yeah. Oh, my God. Perfect. Hilarious. I love that. It's not supposed to be hilarious, but it was hilarious. We're introduced to the bad character, who's a very, very, very intense individual. Yeah. Referred to as Angel Eyes. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're like 10 minutes into the film, and not a single word has been spoken. I see that. I love that. Yeah. I I love that they can carry a mood, introduce characters and a setting, and there's no dialogue. I think I had bad blood towards this film without even any justification for it before I'd even (laughs) watched it. Because, like, when it was... The, no one had said anything, and uh, Angel Eyes was sitting opposite this bloke, and they were kind of eating soup. Yeah, it's a mad intense luncheon. And I was have. like, just fucking say something. I was waiting for someone to say something, because human beings don't do that. I know it's a film. Well, I will I say, though, this scene, right, this is how much of a fucking nerd I was. Yeah. Me and my cousin, when we were in, in, in like secondary school, like 14, 15, yeah. I, if I would see him at lunch... I would like sit down in front of him and I would slowly oh, eat my lunch <laughs> really slow and intensely. Staring. And like, you know, he'd like eat my slice of bread yeah. off the knife, like like <laughs> mad slow, like, you know, but soup going in the wrong way. It, I, I was worried that the plot of the film was that all of these men had jinxed each other and that they were trying to undo it. Because no one was saying anything. And no one can so buy long. each other a Coke because it's the old West, you know? <laughs> Coke was was but a, a dream back then. Oh God! Yeah. So you know though that Angel Eyes is looking for cash of money, coins which have gone yeah, missing. So money's gone missing. 
He want, he's, he's after it. It's like $500. He's $500 to find out the na- this new name of the guy who's, yeah. who's taken it. <laughs> he threatens his family by going, eh, nice family. <laughs> be an awful shame if they were murdered, you know? But, yeah, yeah it's quite, he's quite remorseless and he's put across as this, like, cutthroat mercenary mm. character in that he finds out the name... He, he kills the guy, mm-hmm. but the other guy, like, to try and sway him off, was like, I'll give you $1,000 if you kill the other guy instead. But he yeah. kills him too for a Yeah, he, he d- he's like a, he's a Lannister. He always pays, no, it doesn't, he always does what he's paid to do. He's like the opposite of that plumber I had around the other day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he takes all the jobs, does all the money. Yeah. Perfect, you know? Yeah. He even has an evil laugh. He does, yeah. He's a very scary, evil-looking dude. This motherfucker scared me yeah. big time as a he's kid. He's creepy. And I think there's a lot to be said about very intense, quiet cowboy type. Mm. Yule Renner, obviously, in Westworld, anyone who's, who's a fan of that will know how scary cowboys can be. I want to show you Westworld okay. for a future swirl. So the, but the quiet ones. Quiet, he's not even that quiet. He's just... Intense, intense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, brooding. Almost. Jinx, right? Let's not. Say Wait, let's do fucking good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, you know? yeah. I thought he was going to smother that bloke with the pillow, but he just shot him in the face through the pillow. I thought he's that a, was use the pillow as a silencer. Yeah, pillow is the second best silencer after a potato. Okay, as we all know. Yeah. So, the introduced next to the good character. Yeah, we've had the bad. The bad has had a freeze frame when he shot the dude in the face with the pillow. <laughs> The bad. <laughs> I think literally as he shot the guy in the face and he's laughing yeah. under a candlelight, he goes, eh, he's bad. <laughs> I, I wonder if someone's actually going to listen to this podcast halfway through and think that we've turned into pterodactyls. <laughs> <laughs> so we're introduced to The Goods. Yeah. A.K.A. Blondie. A.K.A. Yeah. Clint Eastwood. Yeah. A.K.A. officially The Man With No Name. Mm, yeah. Which is the character... The Bride. The man with no way... The man with fucking loads of names, though, yeah, seriously. But not his actual name. You um, you pointed it out to me quite early on, mm. and I feel that's something that no one really takes him up to task on in this movie or... Just generally. the blonde thing. Well, he ain't blonde. He's not fucking blonde. He's got brown hair. Now, this is interesting for us, because uh, when I first met Sam, he was yeah. legitimately blonde. I've had a crisis recently where I realised that I'm not blonde. Not anymore. No. Your 3DS me on my console is woefully out of yeah. date. It's ridiculous. I don't know what's happened to my hair. It's not uh, gone grey. Someone just, just turned yeah. on brunettes. Someone's yeah. turned the contrast down or something. I don't know. I, I've gone bronze, which is now a thing that they advertise. You can dye your hair bronze. Okay, well... Clint we, Eastwood's not even bronze. He's, not even he's bronze. got brown hair. He's brown. And everyone calls him blondie, but they say, Brunette. oh, he's got golden hair. He's got brown hair. Brunetti, like... <sighs> I mean, this lad wouldn't pass for Lannister. No. I mean, that's it. No, if someone says they're blonde, do they pass for a Lannister? Yeah. If they don't, they're not blonde. No. You know what he also doesn't pass for? A blonde person, because <laughs> he's got brown hair. <sighs> he captures the ugly character, Tuco. Yeah. Also, Tuco's not that ugly. <laughs> uh, he's fairly ugly. He's just got a kind of... Um, he's got a gammy lip. I, I, I'd say he's got a Joe Pesci in Home Alone vibe about him. He's kind of greasy. Yeah, he's got a slime. He's not ugly. He looks like he needs a good wash. Characterful. Yeah. <laughs> Full of lived in, <laughs> lived in. Yes, he's cozy. He's not ugly. He's not ugly, ugly. You know, he's fugly. Yeah, the good, the bad, and the pug fugly. <laughs> so tugo uh, has got an incredibly serious rap sheet. So he's sentenced to hang yeah. from the neck until dead. I just love that about the old west. I mean, his rap sheet was twenty minutes of the movie. But it was, was great <laughs> when they say hang from the neck 
until, until dead. dead. Yeah. You know, I, and if it's a less serious crime, hang from the neck until you've properly thought about it. <laughs> yeah, for a bit. For a bit. <laughs> until it chafes. <laughs> I hereby sentence you to hang from the neck until it, it smarts. Until you've got a proper sore neck and you'll think about your crimes, you won't you, mister? That. Until, until you've had as big a pain in the neck as you are to the rest of our community. <laughs> but in, a, in an odd twist here, yeah, we have Blondie appear and initiate what can only be described as a widespread de-hatting of the, <laughs> of the crowd. He shoots yes. every hat clean off the motherfucker's heads. Well, he shoots the noose so that the... the um, he rescues two Tuco guys. goes free. Uh, and he shoots hats off people. And now that, that's the only shot in this. Because it was made... When was this made? 66. Yeah. A long time ago. Right? Most of the shots in this look really cool. Sorry, I think this was nearly 50 years ago, this yeah. movie. That's fucking right? crazy. A lot of the shots in this, unlike things like um, Rages of the Lost Ark and stuff, there's no, there's no embarrassing kind of bad effects or anything, I don't think. Yeah. There's nothing that stood out and went, oh, that, this is an old movie, so they can't do that. Apart from the hats coming off the heads... Just look proper silly and stupid. I mean, the problem is, is that to actually shoot hats off heads is yeah. a very dangerous no, I know, enterprise. But... <laughs> Usually, results in people dying. The way they shot it, I could just feel that um, the director was like proud that he was doing it. it was like, how did this he do it? Great. Please, please, Sam Chapman movie magic. I don't know. I don't was know it how string? he did it. Maybe a large fan. This is just an intern being like. <laughs> Right, I've got to pull on this string. I bet Sergi Leone is such yeah. a powerful director that he can direct the hats off their heads. Yeah. He's like, and now you go. As a, Whoa! In, in the script, the hat comes <laughs> the, off. And the the yeah. hat's looking at it going, oh, yeah. Okay, this is, this is my cue. Yeah. So yeah, it's a widespread attic. They escape. They basically got a little bit of a real hustle going on here. Yeah, it's nice. Which is, now Tuco, Tuco was worth two grand. They yeah. split the money. Now he's worth three grand. They've got to go do the whole thing yeah. again. And then they swap the suitcases at the end. And then that's... that's and then Clint Eastwood yeah. comes on back of a horse with a big luminous <laughs> jacket and everyone just assumes he knows what he's doing, like, with a clipboard. Yeah. You know? Uh Tuco eats a cigar at one point. He just yeah. takes a big bite out of his cigar. He passes him a cigar and he takes a big chew What out point of is he trying to prove that he's, he's, fucking, he's gross. a fucking weirdo? So, Basically, yeah. 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 I don't you ever see anyone eat anything gross. That's kind of generally the point they're trying to prove. Yeah. Fucking gross. So, Good abandons Ugly when he realises that he's probably not going to be worth more than $3,000. He leaves him. It's... He's really not good at... I mean, this is ambiguous bad and ugly at best. And even yeah. ugly is ambiguous. Mm. Ambiguous bad and, um, and pug fugly <laughs> is, is our working title here. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he abandons him in the desert. He's like 70 miles from water. Yeah. And he's a bit of a dick about it. He is. He's kind of like, mm, well, I'm sure you'll be able to walk back. Well, yeah, save your breath and you'll go back. So just before that, there's a bit with Angel Eyes where he... This is the only musical cue that I kind of disagreed with. Mm. Was when he's he. I think they do this this trick twice, don't they? Yeah, and he's in the stuff. crowd. The he's in the time. crowd, and he goes every has a protecting angel. Oh yeah, and then it you. cuts to Clint's face, and then there's like angel noise. Yeah. There's actual like angelic music. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I Come on, Sergio Leone wasn't one to um. Mixed metaphors. Yeah, he was really he really that solved out. that. Yeah, I mean, I, you can't. One of those famous blonde angels. <laughs> yeah, except he's brunette and he acts like a dick and conspires yeah. with criminals. And to... it's not the character called Angel Eyes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if anyone's going to be a good guy, yeah, unless he was like Yu-Gi-Oh. Angel Eyes seems like a dodgy bastard's mm. name in Yu-Gi-Oh. But other than that, he probably would have been good. Yeah. 
So, yeah, he's left in the desert screaming every name under the sun. Yeah. For those of you wondering at home, a puta is a bad person. Yes. Yes, it is. Bad finds the person that he was searching for there, where they were hanging out. It's Bill Carson's the name he's after. Mm-hmm. And we're introduced to, drumroll please, the only woman in this movie oh. who promptly cowers and gets slapped around viciously by angel yeah. eyes. Horrible. Yeah. That's when I'm like, I hope the bad dies. And this movie, I was kind of like, if that's how they're going to treat the women, I'm kind of glad this is the only one. But, oh, Jesus. But actually, yeah, there's no... Other than her... There are no women in the Old West. I'm trying to think of another woman who was in this film. It, it, there isn't. There, there literally isn't. There's a woman who gets tossed off a cart by a bunch of drunk dickheads. I mean, other than background characters or, like, yeah, ladies yeah. saying, like, oh, calm down to someone who's pointing a gun at Oh, yeah, there was her. Yeah. That's the only other one. Yeah, it's the only other one with a line, as far as I can tell. I grew up with all, like, the, you know, spaghetti westerns, John Wayne movies, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And, you know, there was never a fucking female character no. in them. And if they were, they were usually, like, a nurse or someone like, you know, or, or some, like, yeah, yeah, prostitute yeah. or some gal who had to be saved. And it's annoying because if you watch something like Deadwood, which shows that, you know, just because they weren't, you know, soldiers or they weren't bandits, even though there were some bandits. They're still you people still, yeah, and you interesting can, characters. Very yeah. interesting. So, yeah, it was a little disappointing on this front. Yeah. But it's, but it's the 60s in Hollywood. And I think if if this podcast has proven one thing, it's yeah, that Hollywood certainly has got... Uh, like like a person who's masturbated with one hand for too often, Hollywood's dick certainly points in one direction, let's just say. <laughs> the evidence is there. Yeah. Angel Eyes properly, horribly slapping around this woman. Trying to find out where he's went yes. to. To find yeah. out that he, she, he is with the uh, Confederates and yep. they shipped out recently, so he's following okay. that trail. So Ugly really looks like he needs a fucking good wash. Finally crawls out of the desert. He looks yep. rank, disgusting. I don't know how he got out of the... He was tied up. He got out of it. He did, yeah. Very he's, impressive. He's kind of like a cockroach, I guess. Yeah. He's like the survivor of, of the group. Yeah. Tuco know? Houdini. <laughs> Tuco, yeah. Yeah. So he goes gun shopping with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. A man right. with a very red nose. This man is a fucking idiot, right? He's closing his shop. He 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 owns a a gun shop, yeah. right? In the old west. In the old west, he owns a gun shop. It's closing. A man sticks his foot in the door. He lets him in, and then just lets him browse the guns. Now, men sticking their foot in the doors of closing gun shops are always a bother. Yeah, and that, no, that's that's a, a a classic valued customer there. That's gonna maybe be it's a... hard to the, the one or two things I had for him to pop with with all the yeah. shit. Yeah, he Does needs he, like, money. Well, no, he like he's he like messes up all the guns. He makes a custom gun. He shoots up all his his targets and all that. Yeah. The only thing I could think was that either a he really needed the money, the gun guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or b he was holding a bottle of brown liquor and had a very red nose. He yeah. could have just been a drunk. Maybe. Yeah. But he seems so like cute and pottery and silly and. If you're drunk, you'll get robbed. How can you own a gun shop and be robbed like that? It's it's impressive. I mean, you know what I would have to fuck would, up that badly. I would have a, a gun. Yeah, like, yeah. Use one of my you know many, what, Kevin? Many guns. He had loads. He did. And he had bullets. But they were behind the glass. Oh. He should have put them behind the counter. <laughs> so Ugly has got a couple of mates who, for the purposes of this, I've just christened Ugly Ink. Yeah. And they decide they're going to go after Blondie to get his money back because he's got like four grand now, basically. Yeah. And Good just kills all three of them. 
Mm. <laughs> it's quite it's a really tense scene where he's like in the hotel and all three guys try to jump him. He shoots them all, but then Tuco gets the drop on him and mm. he makes himself uh, string himself up with a with a rope, like he's gonna hang himself essentially. Yeah. That's a not good way to go, to be made at gunpoint to kill yourself. No. No. <laughs> well, you fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not implicating myself in my own murder here, you know? And it looks like he's it looks like time is up for Clint Eastwood until fortunately the room is cannoned. Yeah. 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 And we kinda of get reminded quite quickly now that this is taking place during that aforementioned American Civil War, hmm. when goodies and baddies raged war against each other. Yes, that's my understanding of it. Sam just learned one thing from this, which is that he may need to, I don't know, check out Lincoln, or maybe need to check out I some... need a better understanding of American history. John Adams is the yeah, way to go. I'll, uh, I'll look into it. You know what? A great site? Yahoo.com. <laughs> it's got a whole section yeah. of answers. Yeah, yeah. And they've so, got they've got a whole screen yeah. full of uh, cancelled shows. You, know, you could go up there, yeah. you know, start start asking questions in the Yahoo Answers. From what I hear, they're generally above board. Cool, cool, you know, cool. I also learned that alcohol is a huge motivator in this world because there's the hotel guy. Is he a hotel guy? Yeah. People just, if you give someone a drink, they'll just tell you stuff and give you things and everything's fine. And it looks fucking warm out there. Yeah. It's been really warm here recently. And on a I day, don't want to drink. On a, on a warm day like this, you don't want warm whiskey. Hot, hard liquor. Ew. Yeah. it evaporate in your right. mouth. Though. No, thank you. A bottle of Oasis? Yes, please. I was yeah. going to say, if he turns around with a nice chilled Riesling... Yeah, I go right. Put that on ice, and exactly. I'll do your deed. But yeah. you know, it's sadly that's not the case in this harsh, yeah, harsh whiskey world. But um, ugly and ugly and good. <laughs> the classic double act. Ugly and good. <laughs> ugly and good. Um, so they're 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 kind of going along with this whole he's tied up and has to walk into this big desert thing. Yeah, basically, uh, not only is he ugly, but he's yeah. also deeply ironic as yeah. well, and he appreciates that. So he decides because Blondie left him out in the desert. He's going to do the home. same thing. He's going to do the same thing, except he's going to do it with loads of water on the back of a horse and follow him. Yeah. With his little fun of him. Princess Peach pink parasol. That he was very got. cute that he had a little That's parasol. That's adorable. You got a big yuck. Oh, when I he loved whipped it. Out the parasol yeah. like. It was sweet. And there's a gross scene where he's like washing his feet. I love it. When Clint Eastwood yeah. looks like he's about to die, mm. and he's washing his feet in the fucking water. Yeah. And you think, oh, he's going to drink the gross foot water. And, and he, he wasn't even. It he kicks it. Oh. Proper villainous is. I actually got really thirsty during this scene. Yeah. I was glad I had my bottle of water. Bottle of foot water beside me. <laughs> delicious foot water beside me. Clint's oh, yeah. getting real bad sunburn at this point. Truly bad sunburn. Yeah. His face is starting to look like different foods. He he gets tracked via cigars. Hmm. Yeah. Ugly yeah. is like taking. He's taking tokes. You know, and uh, he, he's token his way to, to the grand prize of Clint Eastwood. And when he finally gets him, I thought it was quite funny. You got a real mad close-up of Clint Eastwood. There's a lot of close-ups in this movie. Now, forgive me if you don't follow my train of thought here, folks, but it's been a long movie, and I, I, this was my thing that I yeah. found very funny. <laughs> I know what you're <laughs> getting at. There's a mad close-up on Clint Eastwood's face. Yeah, looking very intense. Really intense. Like he's, he's aiming his gun. He's aiming his gun. And all of a sudden, you just see 
the barrel of a gun appear right right up beside him, basically yeah. touching his nose, and you just hear that big click noise. Yeah. Now, I don't know why, but I think if you change that barrel of a gun to a really erect penis, and it still comes on camera the same way, and, and still, still clicks the same way... I just think that's the funniest thing ever. If anyone's good at photoshopping kind of gifs or videos... I don't know if that's... I'm just saying, you know... Please do that. Don't do it in a public library, obviously. You don't want you to lose your access. But I do think that that is the funniest thing ever. Yeah. Um, That's my kind of working thing at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he starts a lot of different foods. Uh, At one point, I thought he looked like corned beef. Um, At another point, we... Well, you pointed out something that I thought was very accurate. I think this is when he's in the hospital thing. That his face looked like the top of a microwave lasagna. Yeah. So accurate. And I only know that because yeah. I went through a brief phase of like looking for really grim Tesco food on, yeah. on, on like Daily Mail articles about how shit it was. Yeah. And during the horsemeat scandal, there were a lot of salacious articles on mm. the poor quality, uh, shitty microwave lasagnas. And they kind of, they don't char up at the top they they kind of bubble and fester yeah and get a little kind of oily grease that's kind of red yeah, yeah. and you kind of like have this big boil on the front yeah. of it, like with all this white fucking yeah. plastic comb that comes out of it. yeah I'm sorry if <laughs> his you're face eating, looked like that his face looked like that basically yeah, yeah. also looked like browned mints um, when I worked at Asta um, I was there during the horse meat scandal. Oh, yeah. And they had to quarantine loads of Findus lasagnas. I really wish I'd well, taken one... anyone turned into a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd taken one home as a memento. I think that would have been good. But I wasn't brave enough to break the quarantine and, and nick one from the freezer. Oh, I should God. Have done. Yeah, Gross. That would have been nice. Did they incinerate them? I don't know what happened to them. I just know there was a massive pile of Findus lasagnas. Like, open, do not touch these Open lasagnas. graves <laughs> as they set on fire, like foot and mouth, like shoveling in these. <laughs> oh, Clint also is at this point... When we're talking about his weird-looking face, yeah, it did look like he had contracted grayscale mm. mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. in quite a big way. Yes. All of a sudden, though, an abandoned cart full of horses comes flying forward. Yeah. For a second, I'm like, ghost carts. Yeah. You know, there are ghost carts all over these desert highways. Yeah. And if you were paying super close attention, you'll know that it's the same company regiment that uh, Angel Eyes found out that Bill Carson was. Uh, I Bill wasn't. Carson also had an eye patch, and yeah. the guy falls out as an eye patch. And the guy wants water. Yep. And Tuco's like, okay, but, but not until tell, me, tell what me what you... Because yeah. the guy, his opening gambit isn't, please give me water, I'm dying. He opens the door, he goes, $200,000, give me water. Yeah. I'll give you that. It's Noel Edmonds' new game show. <laughs> <laughs> Save, aim. Water or no water. Water or no water. Save yeah. this dehydrated <laughs> man. Oh, he's not done it. He's gone for the water. <laughs> Uh, but yeah he ends up dying unfortunately this man before he can get any water yeah well Tuco's off to get the water and in that time yeah after like fucking 20 minutes of the mask sneaky Clint has got in there and he's he's had the last word from uh, from Bill what's he Bill Bill Carson yeah I and always it, want to say Cosby, and I know that's not Bill okay. Bill Cosby, yeah. it's, it's simply not like no. <laughs> simply not. <laughs> and yeah, it goes funny now because Tuco goes from wanting to kill him to he carts him off like to yeah. get healed up because he needs to know. It's a it's a cool twist because he's now got to look after him because he's got this secret that he needs to get all this money. So yeah, he knows now Tuco where the graveyard is. Yeah, and uh, Blondie. Clint Eastwood knows yep. the name of the grave. Mm. Neither knows the other person's bit of info. So they're kind yeah. of teamed up now, essentially. Yeah. 
They've got to keep hold of each other, otherwise they're... Friends to the end. Ain't yeah. my friends. Yeah, yeah. It's quite cute in a way. So, Clint Eastwood gets taken to a monastery so he can de-lasagna his face. <laughs> Seriously, it's gross here. It looks like the business uh, end of a wedge of mature stilton. Oh, it's fucking no. Oh, Jesus. You know the kind Christ. of the, the wet, rough bit at the back? Ah. <laughs> it's kind of all orangey. And it, you, if you uh. stick your finger in it, it's soft. But if you rub it up and down, it's rough. What is that? It has many properties at once. I literally feel sick. <laughs> Don't, I, I, Just think about someone's face being stilted. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> hey, they say you have nightmares if you eat cheese yeah. before bed, but if you graphically describe it instead, I think that might do the trick, you know? <laughs> so, Ugly meets his ugly brother, who is a priest. He's quite handsome. His, uh, his brother, compared everyone, to ugly. Everyone in this movie is ugly. Yeah. But yeah, he's kind of, finds out that both his parents are dead. Yeah, and he do, he, he doesn't cry nor nothing. He's no, okay. He yeah. just punches his brother like a bloody yeah. bloke would. Yeah, yeah. If you find out that your parents had died, would you mourn like a pussy? Or would you smack your brother and have a few with your mates? <laughs> Pretty obvious, which we'd all go for. The Pepsi choice. Um... So, Ugly's now got his sort of X-Factor sob story, which is quite nice. That his mum and dad have died, and he wasn't there because he was too busy being a ruffian. And he had to be a ruffian, didn't he? Yes, yeah, because he didn't want to take the easy priest option. I like that in Ireland, it was like, he became a priest or a doctor. Yeah. And the Old West is, he became a priest or a bandit. Yeah. And uh, some would say that it's any chance <laughs> bandits, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, they're dressed up now in the full regalia of the Confederate for Army. So, they're wearing yes. grey. Yeah. This was difficult for you, because I don't think you knew which one was which. Which I was just which. consider the Confederates the baddies, but I know that's that might... Well, it kind of is true, but it's also... Is, it's complicated. It's easy in the sense that when you had army men growing up, mm. you know, the grey ones were the Nazis and they were the baddies. Mm. I'm, just, I'm not saying that the Confederates were Nazis, but obviously no. the fucking same choice of colour uniform, yeah. you know... Yeah. It's a naughtier side. Yeah. No side that's trying to stop slavery being abolished could be described as not being um, at least a little bit evil. And blue feels nice, doesn't it? Blue, the other one, blue. Yeah. Blue's a good colour. Blue's yeah. the goodies. Blue want to abolish slavery. That's easier to make the case for goodies. Yeah. I mean, come on. They want to have slavery. Can't you at least say they're a little bit baddie? <laughs> a little bit baddie, you know? Yeah. But it's great because they're... On the cart, and they see a bunch of soldiers in the distance. And clearly, in their grey uniform. Yeah, clearly, he's like, Oh, my nice, doing grey uniforms. <laughs> and it's quite funny because he's like, Oh, in grey uniforms, that's fine. And yeah. then they all. Like, yay, the Confederacy. Yay. Yeah. Whoa, Confederacy. Dixie suck ass, you know. <laughs> Boo, New York. And then it, it goes, Ah, it yeah. was dust. Was, yeah, and then and wiping it, it off. Wipes it off. Blue uniforms on. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty dodgy to be going around with that dusting. Yeah. You know, only dusting off once you've seen another <laughs> Confederate, like, you know? Yeah. It was this point that I, I, I noticed something that um, the actor who plays uh, Ugly, mm-hmm. he'd be excellent at playing Wario. Oh, he is basically Wario. Yeah. Yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. Big, I, big, big I don't time. know who the actor is. Do you know who he is? Oh, I forget. Is? I don't know his actual Okay. Name, He's no. not big famous. He's famous. He, he would have been in a lot of spaghetti westerns. Okay. So, you know, at the time, quite yeah. a big name. Okay. But yeah, no, definitely was. Should be Warrior. Great Warrior. Yeah. As a matter of interest, mm-hmm. seeing as I just did with there, uh, any attempt at a Clint Eastwood impression? No. It's just kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're thinking. 
see the trick with a good pity store depression you don't you don't open your mouth no that was that my you, you can yeah. speak you can open your mouth but you can't separate your teeth teeth stay where they are exactly yeah yeah I've got a gap in my tooth that's how I still smoke you know <laughs> So, we end up in a Yankee prison. And yeah. there's a cool thing about this movie, and one of the things that Sergio Leone, I think, was trying to show, yeah. was that, obviously, the South lost, the Confederacy lost, and all the stuff came out, you know, they, they had all these prison camps and how badly they treated prisoners, and that yeah. was very, very true. Mm. But, you know, the winning side had a lot of ugly secrets as well. Yeah. And prison camps such as this, where guys were held, and they didn't treat the prisoners uh Right, and they, no. you know, thieving and, you know, torturing, all that, it happened, it was really yeah. widespread and commonplace, and that was happening on both sides, I think that was a cool thing they, in this movie, that they actually managed to take a set, set, sidestep from an amazing kind of tale about guys trying to find gold, and be like, by the way, here's something fucked up from uh, mm. the America's past. Yeah, What's there was problem? one good uh, common commandant, who was like... Don't be torturing and being mean to these prisoners. Not while I'm the commander. And then he just... Well, he's got, he had gangrene. He's got gangrene. Man, yeah. You know? The only good he's got gangrene. That's that's a bad sign. he got man. gangrene. Yeah, he, he's good, but his foot is ugly. And that is bad. Yeah. The know? good, the foot, and the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, ugly is kind of pretty much immediately outed because bad is there as... Yeah. He's a mercenary. He's, he's also working with the... Union Army, yes. so he straight away recognises him from yeah, the yeah. crowds, and when they call out Bill Carson, he's plugged that obviously yeah. this guy knows the location, so he invites him to supper, mm. and it's a, a pretty intense affair, Yeah, he gets beaten up by someone who can only be described as Bluto-esque, yeah. as in Bluto from Popeye, not the nice dog from no. Disney. Horrible big bastard, isn't it? He beats the yeah. fucking dog It's intense and kind of quite horrible. Like when he sticks his thumbs in his eyes. It's very reminiscent of a certain scene in Game of Thrones that I won't spoil for people who haven't seen it, but it's horrible. It reminded me of that. And oh, yeah, no, yeah. big time. That's exactly, I think, as he was doing it, you were screaming that. And then I smashed her. You know what? If you're like me yep. and you were laying awake at night haunted by the memories of that horrible scene from Game of Thrones, yep. just imagine the mountain as an angry little toddler smashing yeah. blocks. Blah, 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 blah. Easy peasy. Oh. And the blocks bleed. <laughs> and their widows mourn them. So, good and bad have to go on a little bit of a trip. Yeah, We know, obviously, now that... Because uh, he... Blondie doesn't get beaten up because he... The, uh, Bad knows that he w- he wouldn't talk. From yeah, getting he beaten says up. he knows that he won't talk. He says he's not that he's tougher than Tuco, but yeah. he's smart enough to know that him telling him the name of it isn't Whereas going to say. Ug- Ugly's a dingbat, and he'll just talk. He's a survivor, know. and his instinct is to tell him. Yeah. That, oh, if I tell him this, I'll get out. So Bad knows the name of the graveyard now as well. So they're yeah. going on a little bit of a trip, taking some men with them. And he's basically going to take him to the graveyard and more or less force yeah. him when yeah, they're yeah. there to, to do it. When they're they're camping. Mm. On en route to the graveyard. Yeah. Clint is just laying back. Looking cool while he's asleep. He's dre- He dresses good, I think. He dresses really well. When he has that yeah. poncho later on, he really works yeah. that. I like that, but the outfit he had there, I was like, that, that would be cool now. Oh yeah, dusters are cool. Yeah. They just are. Yeah. But he's lying there with like one baby finger on his gun, which I think is very cool. Yeah. And then he literally so, shoots someone's him sneaking into the camera. Yeah. And then he does a, a fucking shit James Bond type line. I think he got the point of my <laughs> my bullet. That is, it's like uh, have your men out by the dam, and maybe they'll catch a cold. 
or a bullet. Boo! <laughs> Get off the stage! It's like my daddy said to me, would you put on a jacket, you'll be shot. <laughs> you'll be shot in the streets. They'll do a drive-by on you, yeah. they'll see. It was weak. Really weak from Clay. Seriously weak I would expect stuff. better. Yeah. yeah. So, Ugly's been carted off because he's not part of this expedition. He's just basically going to be taken away and it seems like he's going to be killed for his crimes. Yeah, he, he's handcuffed to... Bluto. Big horrible bastard, yeah. yeah. And he does a quite a daring escape. Yeah, I really like that. He's, 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 in, he's in a train going somewhere. Yeah, I think he's, he's going to be killed or imprisoned. Yeah, and he's handcuffed to, to Big Bastard. So he's going he's to have a, a wee. Having a wee outside a moving fucking freight train. Yeah. I want to do that. Yeah? Even though part of me thinks physics that the piss will just come back and haunt me. <laughs> I'm talking about an immediate haunting. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Still seems like a fun idea. Yeah, though. it'd be nice. But they both take a big tumble. Mm. And brave move, brave move, brave move, pretty awesome. And he smashes Bluto's head on a big rock, and he's 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 dead. And he's chained to him as well. Yeah. Now I thought it would be really funny if that meant that for the rest of the movie, Ugly just had to cart around this massive corpse with the good, the bad, the ugly, and the morbidly obese <laughs> dead man attached to him. Right? That would yeah, I that thought that would be funny. But he does the the old the old train chop. That was pretty tense. Yeah. Particularly as well, because your man was had the girth of the man who put on the tracks. Yeah. I was worried that the train, like, literally wasn't high enough to go over his gut. Oh, just I hit thought him. he would just hit him and flip over yeah. and kind of, yeah. Sadly, that, that was not the case. He gets cut loose, and he's on his way, basically, to meet up with, with the other two. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, it's really I, awesome. I like that. Um, you kind of, you feel many emotions for, for Tuco's character. Yeah, he's a complex character. He's, as well as being silly and funny and kind of evil. He is despicable. Like he his mum and dad him. died. He want him to. Yeah. He want him to be caught. Like at points in the movie, and there are points yeah. in the movie where you definitely want him to. But be I think killed. that's the best kind of villain slash hero character. You know? I do like it as well because I mean, yeah, a lot of Western movies would have just followed the good and the bad, and that's yeah. kind of. That, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's really it. I think having this different character, having an ugly, having an ugly, really changes things. Yeah, up. yeah. That's why I think we're missing on Cinema Sparrow. We obviously got good and bad. We need, we need an ugly. We've got enough ugly. Because yeah. we're just too fucking handsome. We are. We this really are. podcast yeah. can only go so I've far. I've realised now, now we're kind of uh, quite a way into talking about this film, that I feel better about it. Do you? Because I'm talking about it in retrospect, and I'm not fucking exhausted from yeah. just watching it and thinking, come on. Whereas now I'm like, in retrospect, I really like that. Well, like, you're going through all these bits here now where like yeah. I knew when you're watching... That you were like, yeah, because when yeah. you did the thing with the train, you were like, yeah, and you know, yeah. there were a number of moments that were, but yeah, I, yeah, moments in Cinema Swirl are, I think are always it, noted. If you'd have asked me as soon as we stopped watching it, like, okay, Sam, that's the film done. What's your star rating? I'd be like two. Fuck off! And like, <laughs> really, <laughs> and upset. That, thankfully, that's not how this podcast works. Yeah, so I get mad, a bit of time short, to, and bitter <laughs> to, to think, and it's sort of sweetening in my mind as I as I remember it. So that's that's, that's good. That's really yeah. good. Yeah. So Ugly makes his way to the town where Good uh, he's basically heading in the direction, I believe, of the of the graveyard. Yeah. And he breaks into a some sort of hotel room. Yeah. Has a bath at yes, last. Yes, finally. I'm very happy to see he had a bath. Mm. During this moment when he's putting in all these powders, I wondered why more bath products aren't powders as well yeah. as liquids. We were genuinely thinking, why does that not happen? Because presumably that's an ingredient that needs to be mixed with some sort of liquid. And then that becomes bubble bath because like bubble liquid just sinks to the bottom. Yeah, and you've got to wash it. You got to wash it, and if it's a hot, hot bath, you're gonna get hurty hands. You're gonna get a hot, hot hand. Yeah, and it's well, not if it's fun. a powder, you can sprinkle it on. 
And I'm not allowed to use a bath bomb, okay, for fear of internet mockery. So Aww. what am I meant to do? Yeah. You know? I did have one once. But that's what before. bath bombs are. I see, They're com- powder. Compacted powder. If they came in just powder form... Let's go on Dragon's Den with this, because this is good. Let's go on Dragon's Den with a little Lush products and go, what's this, Duncan? Crumble it up into, the thing, into those bottles that they put talcum powder in. Shake it's, it out, it's, like salt or something. It's nay a business, it's a pooter. <laughs> I'm in. It's, yeah. There's only one pooter I like, and that's... <laughs> yeah. Anywho. But if that exists, please tell us. They're like powdered... Bubble bath. Yeah, it seems like it should. That would be cool. Because when he's here just sprinkling in a little bit of this and a little bit of that, I'm like, I don't yeah. fucking want... It's literally what a bath bomb that's, is. That's why why do they do it as powder? Fuck! Sorry. That's Sam, how many times have I Let's told you... Let's edit this out and we'll... Yeah, I was just saying, how many times have we come up with our... I mean, the last four episodes we've come up with all our massive game-changing yeah. innovations which we've had to edit out as well. <laughs> yeah. You know? They'll be coming to market soon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There is a real cool moment here where one of the guys in the very first scene who was in yeah. the confrontation. Now I thought he was going to be important because you see his face straight away at the start. You see this yeah. big, weird... Ugly. Yeah, it was a distinctive face though. So you recognise him when he comes back. If it had been quite a boring face, you wouldn't be like, who's that? He's this proper leathery, you know beardy bollocks yeah. comes in. And two guys looking quite luxurious in his back. He does. I was missing a champagne with maybe yeah. a strawberry in it. Yeah. And he does some shooting in the bath. It's great, because the guy's like, I'm yeah. going to kill you, and it's basically Han and Greedo all over again. Mm. But when Tuco shoots him, like, cold dead when he's in the bath, and doesn't yeah. even flinch, you literally whooped. Yeah, that, that was, was awesome. Uh, that was... That was, like, funny and cool. Yeah, yeah. That's, 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 you, that's what you want in an action. It's a good combo. You yeah. know, you want that, like, kick-ass, funny, satisfying, someone dies. Yeah, you know, yeah. you really want it. You can sink your teeth into it. Yeah. So, Ugly and Good meet up again. And they formed their new tag team yeah. once again, which I refer to as Ugly Goods. Well, that's good. That's yeah. a good name. Ugly, ugly um, Goods. Ugly Scott is Willie out while they're meeting up again and recapping. Point a good at him and put your drawers on. Point that and he thing. doesn't for eight. Point that thing someplace else. Uh, so they decide that they're going to try and pick off Angel Eyes Men. He's got five guys. And burgers guys and fries. <laughs> You can tell us late, folks. <laughs> and it's like they're going to pick them off together. And this is fucking... I love this. Where they're like... It's just... This is what is the meat and veg of most Old West movies. Yes, yeah, this was cool. Like a big shootout. Shooting guys who inexplicably have decided to go up onto a roof. Like, oh, I'm going to get you. I'm on yeah. a roof. Oh, no, I've been shot. I've lost my motor function. Ah. Yeah. No Wilhelm screams. No. What's that Did that exist at that point? Yes, I think yes. so. Yeah, but no yeah. point here in the movie which I think really I think this soured it for you because okay they kill off all the men they're like right let's go do it cool scene cool scene also Tuco and Blondie look cool at this point oh they do really they don't look cool. like a ragtag bunch of pricks they look cool and I think it's because Tuco had a bath I think it's they're cool in their own way yeah because like Tuco is kind of he's all hunched down he's like kind of He's, he's like a goblin running around. Yeah. And then you just see the real slow stride of Clint yeah. Eastwood it's walking a, behind him. It's so great, cool. It's a great pairing. And I think that's the point where you finally... Where they're properly working together. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's quite a good couple of people to be working together. I like that. This is a good pairing. 
Now the next bit scene though that comes though really fucking sired you because we hit that nice sweet spot. Yeah. But then they decide they have to pass through drunk Captain George Clooney's camp, uh, and they go back to another Union camp. Felt like the end of the movie that shootout. That could have been near the end. Yeah, and and, and it wasn't. <laughs> I'm getting and, angry again. <laughs> and it's funny because like this whole scene was just there to yeah. really again to there's this bridge. There are two camps, one Union, one Confederate. Yeah. And he's like, I can't blow up the bridge because the bridge is important. And every day we have to send out men. We're just losing men. They're all drunk. They're fucking depressed. Mm. And it's just meant to highlight the senseless loss of life that there was during this war. This unchecked killing. There wasn't a consideration of of troop loss. The fact that there was a bridge there and there were two camps beside it. Yeah. You know, that that wouldn't happen in modern warfare for a number of reasons. But Mm. it wouldn't have happened in like even more recent warfare. Because they know that sending the same troop of guys... Yeah. Sending people to their grave every day. Yeah. And that's what they did here. And the captain's properly drunk. Yeah. Like I feel though Jack Sparrow style stumbly kind of Yeah, you said Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. And I said Captain Jack Daniels. Very funny. Yeah. I mean like, you know But the kind of personality is almost flamboyant with how drunk he is. He's yeah. just like ah whatever. Who cares? They're all dying, just enjoy the spectacle. I want to blow up a bridge. I will say it though, yeah. watching it with with more grown-up eyes and with someone who's watching it for the first time. Yeah. And this is with someone who's got, you know, not to worry about the length of the movie. I do question the point of the second, isn't this such a senseless loss of human life? Yeah. Two hours and ten minutes or whatever it was into the movie when you were just, yeah. with the, you know? Because the big shootout was great and they didn't get angel eyes, right? And they there was, there was some, some... He left a note, like... He left saying, a corpse in the bed with a note saying, hideous, it's for you. Uh, like, uh, and... Then they were on the way to the grave, and I thought, okay, they'll meet up with Angel Eyes at the grave. That'll be a big face-off, and that'll be the end. No, they got captured again for a bit. <laughs> when they were... <laughs> when they were well, they didn't get captured, off. they got enlisted, but it's the same thing. Same, they're sidetracked, basically. Yeah. And they're there rigging up this bridge with dynamite to blow. You know, when, sorry, you, when, you know on Pokemon, when you're walking through grass and then something fights you? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was that. You know when you're really trying to do something, and yeah. then something goes, oh, fucking hell, I've got to do this again. <laughs> again. I think that's what... Again. <laughs> that's what Tuco and Blondie needed, uh, is that they should have had super Civil War repel, yes. and that would have protected them for 500 paces. <sighs> for 45 minutes, it would have been... When, when they were rigging up this bridge with dynamite to blow, you turned to me and said... Please go to the fucking grave. <laughs> Which, on its own, actually sounds like a really threatening thing to say. Seriously. Can Please you imagine? go to the fucking grave. Um, You've embarrassed me at the funeral. Now, please go, go to, to the, the fucking, fucking grave. grave. Um, when they were rigging up the thing with explosives, because that, they did that so that... Why did they do that? They did that so that... The fighting wouldn't be focused there because there wasn't a landmark yeah. anymore, which means that the, the soldiers would move away, which means that they would be able to cross. And the captain would be happy because he wanted a bridge blown up. Yeah. I can't work out why. Why does he want to blow up the bridge? He wants to blow up the bridge because the only reason they were fighting there is because there was a bridge there. Was a bridge there. there. Okay, and he just wanted to blow it up so they wouldn't And he was like, up. if there was no bridge there, we wouldn't be fighting. Yeah, captain was dying, he got his dying wish. Yeah. Now, when they were rigging up the explosives, the war seemed to stop for a bit. Was Everyone was like, let's just take a break while these lads. Because you got to do a lot of tying up and wrapping round. So we'll just leave these lads to do what they're doing. And I do like the fact as well that they And managed, have time to swim away. They managed to cross a river. 
and Clint Eastwood literally comes out of a river and dusts himself off yeah. and he's fine <laughs> he's just completely dry <laughs> yeah. it's a very video yeah. gamey type thing isn't it where you just come out of water and then you're suddenly you just dry, dry in the yeah. sun I guess yeah. that's how hot it is yeah. they arrive at the graveyard Yeah. Sam gets his wish I find this I love this shot well no you see the explosion then you see loads of cannons for a bit and then they fall asleep and his bum's in the air and then they head towards the gravesite. I'm just dragging this out because this is how I felt watching the movie. And then they go to the grave. <laughs> oh, I do like there's a point where they meet a dying soldier. Yeah. And he gives him his coat and he's like, oh, it yeah. looks like he's about to die. And then he gives him like a little token, a cigar, mm. and then he dives, thus yeah. proving that smoking kills. Yeah. And then he comes back alive again and captures them for another half an hour <laughs> of the movie. <sighs> that moment was quite nice though, Clint. Like giving oh, yeah. the guy what he wanted. There's a number of moments yeah. where, like, he shows pure. It's kindness. just kind of to remind you that he is the good. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's like, he, oh, he's a good guy. He does. He does a number of like purely 100 percent kind things. Yeah, the movie yeah, yeah. to kind of constantly remind you. But much to Sam's delight, we finally, finally arrive at the graveyard, and, and I absolutely adore shit. this shot. There's thousands of graves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, early on in the movie, when they were trying to like get the name of the grave, I was like, well, just dig them all up. If it's $200,000, you can just dig up a lot of graves, and then eventually you'll find it. And now I understand why that was not a viable option. Because there's two... I mean... What I, I had in my head of graveyard was not what I saw of graveyard. Yeah, I mean, if I was them, and I was the guy hiding the money, I yeah. would have put $1 in 200,000 graves, <laughs> which they could have probably done here, yeah. you know, given yeah, yeah, the yeah. right circumstances. And there's this awesome scene of, like, Tuco, who's gotten ahead, he's, like, running as fast as he can. Yeah. And it's just this blur of graves. Yeah. He finally managed to coax out of Blondie what he assumes is the actual name. Yeah, they have an agreement when they're doing the explosives that they'll tell each other the thing. And that's quite a nice trusting moment, you think. You think. Yeah. So the, so Blondie learns where the gravesite is. Tico learns what the name is. Good. And he finally finds it. Yeah. And he starts digging. Doesn't have a, a shovel on him. But it's a fucking plank of wood. Literally going as, as hard as he can, like. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, uh, Good joins in with him. And with this poncho. With poncho. It's a very nice poncho. It looks cool. That's I what... do want a poncho just for in the house. I yeah. do understand if I wore it outside the house, I would be a dick. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but inside the house, I could be a poncho. But him with the poncho, that's like an iconic shot, isn't it? That's yeah, no, the, that's, is that the cover of the movie? It, it's on the cover of the movie, as far as I know. And I know that in Fistful of Dollars and A Few Dollars More, his character is kind of synonymous with mm. wearing the poncho. Okay, you know, right. it's, it's kind of the look, so to yeah. speak. But Angel Eye shows up, points a gun at him, and forces them both yeah. to start digging. I mean, I expected that. I expected Angel Eyes to be there at the grave. So that's big final boss. Obviously, that's what's going to happen. Okay, cool. Yeah. It'd be nice if that happened a little bit earlier. But that that's fine. It's, it's okay. Fine. We've got there now. We're there. So they he's making them dig. dig up the grave of a Confederate general who, con- who captures an enlist. <laughs> they get captured by the fucking skeleton people. <laughs> no, who take them into the underworld <laughs> for half an hour. And then they get out and they learn about the fragility of life. And then they go to the grave. Sam, <laughs> your frustrations about not knowing enough about the Civil War can, can, can't be hidden uh, any longer, you know? But it ends up, they know that it's not the actual grave. Yeah. Because it's a lie. He's written the name of the actual... So now they have another standoff because Blondie is the only one who knows the name. He's written on the stone, puts the stone down. The other two want the grave. He writes it on a stone. Yeah. Quit fucking about. I, oh, I, di- I didn't like that. 
I'm holding the grave um, with the, the actual secret behind my back. He, Which hand is it? He's fucking Darren Brown being like, I'm going to write your name on this stone and then put it here. And then they find the stone. It's the, oh, it, it felt like the movie was taunting me at this point by going, let's drag this out a bit longer. <laughs> with some unnecessary game of put the name under a rock for a bit. There needs to be a reason for a standoff. Yes, I know. You had to end in a standoff. Oh, and this stand, I, I, I know you're going to shit all That's over us. All of these cuts to shoot each other straight I, away. I know you so want to just... end, but it's, it's a several minute shot of them just going between the eyes and the music gets all intense. I Nothing fu- happens. I love it. I love it. Because it's so tense because you genuinely don't know who's going to shoot, who's going to... Yeah. I mean, I remember I asked you early on who you thought would... Yeah, he would come out on top or victorious, so to speak. And you said you just wanted them all to die. I think (laughs) I just wanted it to end. You just wanted it to end. But no, at that point, I was rooting for Team um, Ugly Goodness. Ugly Goods. Yeah. Ugly. Yeah. yeah. Ugly Goodness. Ugly Goodness. (laughs) Yeah, that's who I was rooting for, and that's kind of what happened. Because Angel Eyes gets shot not once but twice. Yeah. Into a grave. And then his hat gets shot into the grave. Now that's the ultimate insult. Yeah. Actually, the, the whole standoff scene in the uh, took, Taking Ages was worth it for Angel Eyes being shot and falling into a grave. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> a little on the news. of having your standoff. I mean, the only other places maybe have a standoff in a funeral parlour, but other yeah. than that, you pretty much like, that's a yeah, good yeah. place to do it, yeah. you know? And yeah, they find out that there was nothing written on the stone because the name of the it was the unknown grave, yeah. which was besides the didn't write anything on the form. on the stone. Arguably, because I don't know how I would have gotten a pen from anywhere. Yeah, I know. It's yeah, I didn't think about that. A piece of chalk, maybe they maybe. find that in, in rocks. Yeah. And I kind of wanted them all to go. Come on, lads, we've had a great day out. Let's split the money and go home. But they yeah, didn't you, do that. you, you, we were, yeah. you were highly proponent. You were just, high. You were a high proponent of the idea that they should just split the money three ways and yeah, be on there. Like you know what, you're all great competitors in this little game of who can find the money. Let's <laughs> split it. Go home. Who have can a, find the money? Have a lovely holiday. Yeah, yeah. and we'll all we'll the good, fine. the bad, and the fiscally sane decisions. Yeah, you exactly. Know? But it's left for ugly and good to share the spoils of victory. It seems he digs it all up. There is, it's all there. Eight yeah. sacks of gold beyond their wildest dreams. I do like sacks of gold as a, yeah. as a prop, as an item. Yeah. Although nice. I will say that you know Tuco will immediately regret ripping one of the sacks. Yeah, he was too excited. Too it's excited. like Christmas morning for him. He was just like, wow, it. <laughs> gold. <laughs> yeah. And in a nice fitting end to it, he get good strings them up. It kind of puts him in the same scenario that he put him in, kind of playing yeah, off the whole the one-off whole... shit they had before. And he's like left on a very rickety grave. Mm. And he spits the money, he's like, four for you, four for me, and he goes off. He's like, bloody! Yeah, I, I kind of knew the whole, that, you know, good would ride away, turn back, shoot the thing, because that's yeah. what he used to do, and that's what they did as like a little gang. Funny, you know, well not funny, but like apt. But part of me thought, would be kind of amazing for him to do that to Tuco. Let him hang with the money in his eyeline. Yeah, yeah. What a fucking brutal thing. I to when do. I first saw it, I was like, he's not good. That yeah, and I'm sorry because if he did that to Wario, yeah, throwing a few cloves of garlic there with the gold, he would have been proper pissed. <laughs> yeah. 
But that feels like that would have been maybe a cooler ending. I don't know, but it would have kind of soured the whole thing. Yeah, that would have been. But the... it would have been a good twist. That it's just like, oh, good's not good. No, he's not that good. <laughs> he's a yeah. proper rotter. Yeah, he doesn't care about the money. He wants to go to he, be. He wants. Sad. He wants to make this man suffer <laughs> instead. Yeah. But yeah, pretty. And then that's the end of the movie. That's the end of the movie. Done. Well, now you said that talking. <laughs> That was uh, threw my notes on the casting his notes to the ground and shattering the fourth wall at the same yeah. time. You said that talking about the movie helped you with it a little bit. Yeah, but towards the end, I, it was too fresh in my mind how frustrated I was, so it kind of came back a little bit. Much but, like with the actual movie itself, like the start you were pissed, then you kind of got on board with it, then you got pissed again towards. Yeah, the end. yeah. Bit yeah. of a roller coaster ride. Yeah, uh, but actually, I'm thinking the fact that I'm so passionate about what happened in this movie is kind of a good thing. I'm glad you've seen it. Yeah, I'm glad I've seen it. Because I was just worried that... Because now I don't have to see it <laughs> again. But I, I, I was honestly worried. There was a, There's some of the movies that we have on this Swirl Megalist... Yeah. ...which are considered, you know, all-time greats, blah, blah, blah. And I do sometimes worry, kind of like, well, what if he doesn't have anything to say about it? What if it just simply doesn't elicit a response? Yeah. And that's kind of what, I, what that, might have happened. That kind of happened with saying like Indiana Jones, where you were just kind of underwhelmed. Yeah, you I know, guess that, so. That, that happened a bit there. I yeah, I don't think that was the case with this. I wasn't. I wasn't bored. You were definitely. I was invested. paying attention to everything that was happening, yeah. and I was interested in the characters and the events of the movie. But there was. I don't want it to sound like I'm just an impatient child being like, I want this movie to be over because I'm used to watching an hour and I a mean, half movie. It's, you know what? It's no crime to look Three at a movie hours. that's 50 years old and kind of yeah. go, it's a bit long in the tooth of points. Yeah. You know? So that's... I don't want that to spoil my enjoyment of the movie in my mind, but it, it factors in. It's, it's part of how I feel it's hard. It. I suppose it's, just, it's hard for me because... Yeah. Because it's a movie I've grown up with, like Terminator Two. Yeah, I just I know it's I know it's a long movie. Yeah, like I am prepared and I've been I've done this a good few times before, so yeah. I know what I kind of you know I had a special dinner you know. For, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I have a slow release, you know. Yeah. Um, my main question then, because we kind of asked you kind of a, you know a lot of the questions already at the start about mm-hmm. you know what you thought and all that and if it surprised you, but would you watch any other westerns now off the basis of this? Um, I feel like I may have watched probably the best one. Yeah, I think there's um, other, there's ones you'll you'd prefer though. I think Unforgiven. I feel like I I think I owe it to watch yeah. that. I don't oh. know whether I've got enough background knowledge now that I've seen the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Um, people, maybe one or two others. Yeah, but honestly, Unforgiven. I would definitely say do check okay. that out. Once upon a time in the West, which we had in the swirl, yeah. people, people in the comments are like, "Oh, that's a really fucking long movie." That's like three hours. It's longer. And I was like, oh, thank God. Uh, the West is nearly four. As thank far God, as God the Band of the Ugly's winning. Because <laughs> 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 I didn't realise at that point. I would also, if, I don't know, if just the general, because you say you, oh, you don't know much about American history. Yeah. And if this time period does interest you or what and, was kind of going on, frontier yeah. times and whatnot. And to Americans, I am sorry that I just, I've no, I, it's never, it's never right, been part of know, my education. They don't know dick all about you. <laughs> Honestly, don't apologise to them about not knowing okay. their country. They don't know yeah. fuck all about you. <laughs> I feel like I should, but I, I just don't. I, no. If you're upset with Sam, tweet in with an explanation of why the Tudors were bad. Well, I, I would suggest Deadwood wholeheartedly. Yeah. Given your love of good TV drama. Yeah. I'm a box set fan. Yeah, yeah. I think that Deadwood would really be up your alley. Because I think okay. a lot of the things that you like in this, there's there's 
even though it's it's a much different kind of show and it's much more yeah. developed in terms of the characters and the representation and whatnot, you do still get your kind of your badass moments. Yeah, your cool characters. And I, imagine, and I think a lot of what you liked here, would you'd see. Yeah, that. imagine the episode of Deadwood is like fifty minutes. It then, is. Yeah, and then, and then you can have a fucking breather or do something else for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'm off now to celebrate my thirty sixth birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh God, it's been long, but it, it. Now I'm at the end of the experience. I feel okay about it, and I feel happy. And it, I, I feel I should wait a day and ask you for your <laughs> swir- your your star wipe rating. Just if if the if the podcast now cuts to like a phone conversation. Sam, <laughs> <laughs> so, what did what did you? Think? <laughs> <laughs> Then you know what's happened, that we've you know given it a bit of breathing room. No, but yeah, I'm glad we experienced this together. Yeah, it's, yeah it was, it's, it's, been, it's been cool. It's Star Wipe time. I don't feel like I can give it four, but it's not uh, It's not bad. So I, I can I... Three... I, I'm torn about this. You I feel weird about this. Well I want to say three and a half is my instinct. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to say three and a half Star Wipe. But that might change. That feels like it's going to change. Well, that's at the start of the next episode. <sighs> but until then... Three and a half Star Wipes. You heard it here first. 